All right, ladies and gents, it's your buddy Gavin from the Filibuster Freestyle Family of Podcast Networks. I'm trying to hit you with a little UEFA European qualifier last 10 minutes of a great game action. On demand, not being helpful. Xfinity, ESPN Plus, both not unofficial sponsors of the week. Um, but October 2020, it's like this sports Mardi Gras, if you will. Right now, I'm watching the women's final of the French Open in the month of October. Um, shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Won the Stanley Cup a couple weeks back. It feels like now. Could have been six days ago. Could have been 16 days ago. I don't know. Lakers had a chance to win their 17th slash 12th NBA championship. 17th of the Laker franchise. 12th in the city of Los Angeles. That's a, that's a much debated topic on what number to count. I'm not going to get into that. I don't really care. A win's a win. Miami Heat staved off elimination. I got some feelings on the Heat. I should like them because they're the plucky underdog that won't go away and they're playing the Lakers, who I don't enjoy. But I don't enjoy the Heat. Not sure why. Not sure I'm going to get into that. Just want to give you a little bit of that because at some point these finals are going to end and maybe we'll weigh in. Patriots have COVID. Tennessee Titans have COVID. NFL's kind of falling apart, but not soldiering on. Tampa Bay Rays, a.k.a. the Devil Rays, beat the New York Yankees last night, eliminated them from the playoffs. That one feels good. Made a tweet, made a tweet, wrote a tweet, sent a tweet, tweeted out last week, Tom Brady moves to Tampa. Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup. At the time, Brady was 3-1 and one in Tampa Bay and had won three in a row. They lost to the Bears in ugly fashion the other night, so let's not worry about that anymore. But now the Rays beat the Yankees, so maybe the Tom Brady, Brady shine is working for Tampa, except for the Buccaneers. I don't know. It's early. The Bucs could still rally and win. They're still 3-2. and two. And then the Miami Heat are trying to do something crazy against the Lakers here, come back from a 3-1 deficit in the finals, which if they do that, the state of Florida is going to basically have a shot at the Florida slam. Now, Miami and Tampa aren't the same place by any stretch, but that's something too. I'm going to hit the theme song. I'm going to hopefully come back with the last 10 minutes of a great game. And if I don't, hey, you got a bonus pot out of your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle. And uh, either way, check the theme song. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. Watch out for the filibuster. 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 Filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, so we're on the other side of the theme song, and I'm going to stay with tennis for one second because tomorrow, men's final, French Open, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, basically doesn't get any bigger or better than that. And the thing is, at the French Open, they're letting some fans in the building. Now, it's not the 15,000 or 20,000, whatever it is, that it would be in a normal year, but having the live fans, and I'm watching, again, this women's championship match right now, even if it's 2,000, 3,000 people, it gives you a little bit of that normalcy, and it makes the event bigger. So, again, tomorrow, Rafa, the Joker, huge implications on the all-time ladder of um, major winners, men's tennis. Obviously, Roger Federer is still in the lead with 20. The other two guys closing in on each other and him. Somebody's winning tomorrow. So it's going to be very interesting, especially because Djokovic probably would have won the U.S. Open if he hadn't have... Uh, been defaulted for smashing a tennis ball in frustration and then hit a, a line judge in the throat. Um, that doesn't happen. He might 
potentially be tied with Rafa going into this final. So major, major sports weekend again. And now I'm working on getting the darn last 10 minutes of a great game going. If I can get it going, it's a good one. Okay, so here's the deal. Norway was playing Serbia in a winner-take-all elimination match to qualify for the Euros, which were supposed to be this year in 2020, which will now be in 2021. Okay, the game was awesome. It was 0-0 into the 81st minute. Serbia scored. 88th minute, so clearly last 10 minutes of a great game territory towards the end. Norway scored, 1-1. It went to like, you know, the typical 120-minute stretch. You play two 15-minute halves, if you will, of overtime. In the 102nd minute, Norway won. I lied. Serbia won. And I think it's actually kind of a big upset. Serbia won. I don't even have it in front of me anymore because of how frustrated I am that I can't uh, get the on-demand to work. It's a, it's a no bueno situation. It's not good. Anyway, I did have a chance through my frustration to come up with a hot take. No notes. Your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle, to come up with a hot take, sports jerk style, on why I'm not rooting for the heat. And I don't like the Lakers. I am riveted by the finals, by the way. But why I'm not rooting for the heat, even though like, I am one of the biggest underdog fans, and I think a lot of us are. If I don't care, for instance, Celtics are playing the Heat. I want the Celtics to win. Patriots are good, bad, or indifferent. I want the Patriots to win. Okay, I've got my teams, right? We all do. But I find myself, and I know others do too, gravitating towards teams that are the plucky underdog, you know, whether it's Gonzaga basketball back in the day or any example like that, any Cinderella run, Loyola, Chicago, NCAA tournament for basketball is an unbelievable place for it. But, you know, the plucky underdogs out kicking their coverage is just a great theme. We all love it. We all fall in love with it. So why am I not enamored with the Heat? The other thing I would say is the Heat, when they are the underdogs, do find a way to kind of be the, the tough guys too. The their culture is we're tougher than you, we're mentally stronger than you, we're physically stronger than you. We gotta you know, you gotta go through a wall to beat us. Which again, typically a very admirable trait, especially if you're quote neutral. I guess what I figured out is don't like the Lakers, don't like the Heat. Heat beat the Celtics this year. It's okay. I mean, no sour grapes. The Celtics didn't play well enough to win. They have leads in a lot of those games, but they couldn't finish the games. I'm not I'm, I'm not worried about that. Here's my, here's my take. So this is a weird year, right? We had to stop the season in the middle, towards the end, actually. COVID-19, we all get it. But the bubble has really, as fun as it's been, the Heat are a five seed. The Heat have not had to play a road game or a home game, and I get it, this entire time. And there are people who argue, well, the best team wins then. It's like playing in a pickup game at the Y, you know? Right, but that's not the NBA. I do think the lack of a crowd, the lack of travel, has allowed a team like the Heat, who have a great culture in the bubble, in their practice bubble, in their culture bubble. I don't want to say it's given them an unfair advantage, but they haven't had to prove it the way a plucky underdog would have to prove it in other situations. So, for instance, I believe there was a year when the Knicks were like the eight seed back in the strike-shortened NBA season of 1999. The Knicks made the finals. The Knicks were the road team in terms of home court advantage in every single series. And until they ran into the Spurs, they earned it. They got all the way there. Again, if the Heat win, there's no asterisk. There's no footnote other than it was in a bubble. Same thing for the Lakers. 
I just think it's cheap for the Heat. And I think it would be cheap for the Lakers, too. But I think the Heat are going to say our culture is the best culture. We're the only five seed to win an NBA championship in X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. You never played a road game. And I think that's what's getting to me. You never played a road game. And neither do the Lakers and neither do the Celtics, for that matter, or the Nuggets or any of those teams. And maybe the Nuggets don't come back from 3-1 twice if they have to play and travel to Utah and Houston, et cetera, or, or L.A. for the Clippers. Maybe the Clippers win the finals because of this. You could make the argument that if the Clippers and the Lakers had played each other, neither one of them would be traveling, but you know, the fans would have been different. I just think for Jimmy Butler, everybody, again, I like Jimmy Butler. I want to like Jimmy Butler. I love his story. But at the end of the day, Jimmy, you're doing it in an empty gym. And that's my hot take. So I can't root for the Heat, even though I should, even though I want to. I can't like them. I don't like them. I'm still interested in the NBA Finals. My other hot take is this. Lakers fans, 17th title for the Lakers, and that's fine. You didn't like them when they were in Minnesota. But guess what? As a Celtics fan, I couldn't like the Bill Russell Celtics because I wasn't alive yet. Heck, I don't even remember the Celtics' 1981 title, and I was alive. I don't even remember their 1984 title, and I was alive, because I was like a little kid. I remember 86. I more vividly remember 87 when they lost to the Lakers. But at the end of the day, they've won 17 titles. I remember two of them, 86 and 2008. So whatever, the Lakers have 17 titles. What I do want to say, which might be a new thought, is now the Celtics can't rest on those laurels anymore. So I would just say to Danny Ainge, the ownership group, Brad Stevens, everybody else, go win the 18th damn title. Because if the Lakers win their 17th, I don't care. Go win the 18th title. That's all that matters. And if them being tied with the Celtics for all-time titles is enough to motivate the Celtics to get over the finish line, I'm all for it. Can't rest on 17 forever, just like you couldn't rest on 16 forever. It's all good. Anyway. Yankees are gone. That's always a good thing. Mookie Betts is probably going to win the World Series with the Dodgers. Dodgers deserve it. Mookie Betts deserves it. Red Sox ownership, sell the team. Filibuster Freestyle, sports jerk solo with your buddy Gavin. Also, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google. I think they still have podcasts. We're on there, too. I think it's like YouTube podcast now, regardless. We're on Spotify, we're on Deezer, we're on SoundCloud. You can always check us out at filibusterfreestyle.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at filibusterfreestyle. And again, rate, review, tell a friend. It helps people find the show.